Dynasty Football Network. My friends call me JP, so you guys can call me John Paul. With your two co-hosts, Two Drinks and Swags, and host Steve. John Paulie. <laughs> He's not really the host. I am. I'm Two Drink. This is Cooper Flexible <laughs> Podcast. It's going to be a little different kind of show. We're getting stretched out. We're going to bring trades in here because, as you heard, I'm, I'm hoping to call him JP Hurley by the end of the night. But Swax is also here, so I'm jumping real quick over to him because I can't do it without my boy. What's up, Swax? What's up? Having a great weekend. Seeing some Chubb go off, Gurley, Hawkinson. All my boys are here. And then we bring in JP, our friend. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, early, but, uh, <laughs> shooting a shot right away. I like it. Hey. <laughs> Strike while the water's hot, right? <laughs> How's it going, man? Thanks for being here. Oh, it's going phenomenal. So, this is awesome. If you don't know who he is, it's John Paul Hurley from the Trade Calculator Podcast. And uh, one of the pioneers of Dynasty Podcasts, I would say. Very happy to have you here. Happy to be here, man. I'm feeling super flexible right now. As uh, I was doing some stretches beforehand because I thought that's uh, what you got to do to be a guest on the show, right? Absolutely, yeah. We run that feed about 30 minutes before. We're trying to get a, a little more action, but you had the proper attire on. Awesome. There we go. And I got I to gotta take it easy when I'm stretching, though, because I got knees like Todd Gurley. So. <laughs> oh, <Ouch>. no. <laughs> the shade off the get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man throwing it at my boy anyway tell him where to find you anything anywhere like that anything you got going on and then we're going to get over to the dff membership super quick and then get into some of your super flex strategies and then we want to talk obviously about the trade calculator some of the strategies with that i want some of the pros and the cons of that the wall street i know you got the wall street over there but the roller coaster of the trade calculator and the market you got it. Um, so to answer your first question, DynastyTradeCalculator.com, easiest way to find me. I'm not actually there, um, but that's uh, that's the website. You can find me on Twitter, at FFHercules, spelled with an H-U-R, uh, so you can find me there. And then just uh, um, t- hit me up on my on Snapchat. Should, I, should we do snaps, you guys? Maybe we should do like Dynasty Trades on Snapchat. Uh-oh. Like, should we pioneer some new territory during the show? I'm going to have to like download Snapchat and stuff. <laughs> I thought we'd do some like live dynasty trade snaps for people like while we're nude. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I already saw what you're wearing. So right. <laughs> that's true. I I'm fully clothed. Don't right need now. to go there again tonight. <laughs> Top up. <laughs> All right. Super quick. We're going to go over to the DraftKings. DynastyFootballFactory.com has it all. Impact articles, a full scope of fantasy football rankings, ADP, and exclusive members-only access to Factory Sports Slack channel. Dynasty, Redraft, IDP, Devi, and even DFS. A Factory Sports membership unlocks it all and annual memberships are free that's right we've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free just go to dynastyfootballfactory.com shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo sign up for your DraftKings account deposit just $20 and you'll receive a free $10 bonus and free factory sports annual membership eligibility and restrictions apply see website for details so act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today. All right. Oh, my God, you guys. Can I have that girl's number? <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> unless it's unless it's like one of your wives, but yeah, you're not gonna get too far with this. <laughs> uh, I, I take it back. <laughs> you're all good. However, I do want to ask you if you started Josh Allen. Oh, I, I'm I don't own Josh Allen anywhere. I was kind of bummed about it going into this week, but now I'm not bummed at all. No, a horrible matchup. He did get the rushing touchdown. Two drink. Did you I, uh, follow our advice and bench Josh Allen this week? So the yeah, the only league I had the decision in in Superflex, I had Dak and Philip Rivers. So there's I wasn't gonna wasn't gonna trade that out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I felt okay about it. I, I did like the fact that we decided to sit Tom Brady as well through our show, which turned out right. Cause wow. if I believe it's right. I, I believe Josh Allen ended up still with more points than Tom Brady or yeah. it was super close even by the end. So um, yeah, I, I think we, but we got both of those sides, right? There was yeah. definitely something we got wrong during that show for sure. But I know those two stood out. Devante Adams showed up uh, a little. Come on now. <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> Goodness night. sakes. All I right. won't bring up Jarvis Landry because I, I did not start him. But nobody told me that I should have, so I, I blame everybody else. <laughs> exactly. Did you guys have uh did you guys have Jordan Howard on your bench like I did everywhere? Oh yeah, That's, I don't have him, but yeah. Yeah. Zero oh, shares of Howard, so it's I could I couldn't get myself to start him anywhere and it's just it just stinks seeing that. Do you do you feel good about it moving forward now? Like do you think no, you can, I don't. You can find don't a way think... to flex that now or it's still gonna be so up and down. I don't think you can ever expect that. Yeah, I mean, it, it was promising. I might actually uh, leverage his performance to trade him. <laughs> catches that. Yeah, there you go. I'll, I'm going to move away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you feel like you should sell him. So Yeah, I, I like Jordan Howard. I just, Miles Sanders looks really good. You know, like I just, I'm, I'm liking it. What would you, what do you want for him? Let's just say a wide receiver. Jordan Howard? Yeah. Ah, uh, man, he's really lost a lot of value. Uh, maybe if this is a big enough spike, I might try to... I'm going to look for a slumping wide receiver. Gosh, Tyler Boyd's probably too much. Do you think you'd get DJ Shark? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think so. I, I think Shark, Shark is, is far low enough to get a... That's a that's pretty even, actually. So it, the trade calculator Shark. completely so disagrees he's... with you. Trade really? calculator has Howard at 2.8 and <laughs> Shark, as you guys say, <laughs> 13, <laughs> 13.5. Oh, wow. Chark stepped way up uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks, but I could see with Jordan Howard's performance this week and mm-hmm. Chark's kind of he he degraded a little bit. Um, I could see them leveling out a little bit. So I want Jordan Howard and I don't know and Tyler Boyd. There you go. Would you That'd do be nice. that for Chark? Yep. <laughs> I like I like Boyd over Chark just by himself. Wow, I'm not. A- I'm not, I'm not a big and I won't do this the whole show. I just kind of was curious what Jordan Howard <laughs> oh, no, this was is even good. at. But I like this is good. Boyd is 18.4 points. Yeah, so, I'd say that factors wow. out to be like yeah. a, a mid 2021st. I think he's he stepped forward. I mean, AJ Green is a ticking time bomb, and it's Tyler mm-hmm. Boyd's show afterwards. So he'll be on the receiving end of the the ginger gods throws really soon. <laughs> so to kind of staying off of that, and you know, you say maybe Jordan Howard will get a little spike from this last game. How often does a trade calculator, you know, is it get a weekly bump and like there, there's that much influence from that past week's game or? Yeah. Are- <sighs> uh, week to week games have a, a small, I would say, I would call it a small, unless it's like some sort of breakup performance like Daniel Jones last week in Superflex leagues. Uh, but performances like big or small have small, um, I would call them ebbs and flows in the calculator. There's big updates like the, the entire database gets updated every Tuesday. 
okay. um, weekly. So if you're ever looking to make trades, um, hold off for like any big performances until after Tuesday to check values. But there are also smaller daily ones where needed. So if like you find out that Tyreek Hill got into some trouble again and like it, it's after a Tuesday, um, he'll probably receive like uh, some sort of change during the week, midweek. So mm. there's no algorithms that can account for somebody who's abusing their kid. So we have, to do, we have to do little tweaks here and there. Yeah. So you'd want to go by Jordan Howard now and try to use this low, low trade value. Yeah, but I don't think anybody, I think people have already made the adjustment in their minds. It's just that it's not going to be on paper until Tuesday, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still with you, though. Like, I don't trust it. Like, who did you start? That's what I was wondering, too. I mean, because I, I can't, I definitely don't blame you for benching him. I don't know who he started in his place, but I I probably would have benched him, too, I'm guessing. Well, this was the famous, uh, have you guys heard of the Kitchen Cinco Leagues that Ryan McDowell runs? Yep. Uh, I'm sure you guys are probably in some of those, right? I am not, actually. Uh, they're pretty crazy. So it's like um, there's tons of flexes. It's Debbie. It's uh, contract. It's auction. So that it's like they literally the, it's crazy. Kitchen sink. Like, yeah, honestly, it's, it's like, they, like I've seen them out there a couple of times. I'm just like, yeah, like they sound. Yeah, it, that's what it is. It's legitimately everything. So I've mm-hmm. got uh, I loaded up on running backs in that league and they're all kind of middling running backs. So it's like uh, Derek Henry, Chris Carson, uh, Philip Lindsay, uh, Tariq Cohen. And then uh, I was considering. I was considering starting Jordan Howard in a flex spot, um, but uh, have, I, I went with uh, Allen Robinson, so hmm. that was the the flex choice of the week for me. I think I would have done that, too, yeah. last week, yeah. I'll do it next week as well. I'm, I'm going to talk myself out of Jordan Howard, I think, most weeks all the time. Talk they plays against the Jets. They're pretty decent against the run, right? Yeah. <laughs> talk yourself into <laughs> some Chase Daniels for next week. Oh, yeah, Chase Daniels. He's got Trubisky's got to be gone for a while, right? I mean, I'm kind of guessing a week or two. The latest, the latest update was no update. Like, thanks, thanks for the help. <laughs> <laughs> we need better updates. We still don't know anything. You're welcome. <laughs> it didn't look good. Like he's his arm yeah. was outstretched, and like it looked like it's some sort of like under his uh, armpit. I'm gonna call it the under armpit muscle because we don't. I don't think we have a scientific name for it, right? The armpit muscle. <laughs> We're gonna go with it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a torn armpit muscle. I'm gonna call it two to four weeks, and I'm not a doctor. <laughs> on the non-throwing shoulder that's perfect <laughs> no chance that his throw motion gets better because it's the wrong shoulder to get fixed actually so, maybe sorry. he comes back like rookie of the year where he like uh, he heals right. and he's like twice as strong and he can throw the ball 200 yards oh, and now <laughs> but how do we feel What's, about that offense moving forward I mean it hasn't uh, been great at all to this point you gotta feel better with somebody else besides Trubisky in there right anybody else well, I'm curious, maybe a better word. I don't know if I feel better. I'm definitely curious. So I'm with you. Yeah. Daniels hit the little check down, you know, to Cohen for a touchdown today. Look for the underneath stuff, maybe even more running. There you go. Not even, not even look for it and play safe if you're going to miss it. So, yeah, I'm probably going to downgrade, you know, A-Rob. And, I mean, you're, you're not playing Anthony Mill at this point, hopefully. <laughs> Are you going to start I, I, Jordan Howard? Gabriel. Jordan yeah, Howard no. or David Montgomery? Um. Oh, Cohen or Montgomery? No, Jordan Howard or David Montgomery. Oh, man. Who would you start after this big Jordan Howard week and David Montgomery just being kind of mediocre every week? Uh, I just hate that Tariq Cohen's there to hawk all of the, like, passing downs. You know, that really stinks for David. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if I had to choose between the two. So gross. Yeah, Montgomery and the Bears play the Raiders, which I think they're, like, bottom 10 uh, run defense, so I think I might sneak Montgomery in there just because I don't try. I think Howard's going to have those ups and downs all season. Yeah, so gross. We're even talking about it like this. Yeah, it's bad. 
You tried to leave it once. You brought Howard back up. It's your fault. <laughs> All right. I apologize. <laughs> so, JD, but honestly, you guys, are you really fate? You're, you're seriously fading uh, Allen Robinson and the Bears uh, pass receivers? I, I think I would. Yeah, I am very likely in a couple situations where I can't with Allen Robinson. But yeah, I mean, if I if I can put somebody in, yeah, I'll start DJ Shark above him. Definitely. <laughs> All DJ day. Shark as well. Yep. Yeah. Also DJ Shark. Yep. I caught that. I do like that though. I like that. All I, of the I, I will say though, I, I'm probably not going to fade them much just because Trubisky has been that bad with sure. his accuracy this season. And like Chase Daniel is like a proven backup quarterback. You know, he can he can get the ball out there. This could be like and an eye awakening for forever. So yeah. like, I get it. I just I, I think they they end up even more conservative. But maybe there they don't go. have to. You know, maybe maybe they believe in him and allow him to sling a little bit, but yeah, even the that Vikings, team seems down. They want to run the ball, so the Vikings were a top ten pass defense going into this week too. So like, sure. it's not a great game to test exactly what Chase Daniel can do. You know, how much fab will you throw in on Chase Daniels? Superflex leagues. Yep. Um, man, I think I've already spent all my fab on Gardner Minshew, <laughs> which is probably the common answer among the among right. the community. It was a right? beautiful way to spend it, though. <laughs> it was so beautiful. Yeah, I blew um, mine I on Mason Rudolph. I I waited. I missed out on uh, Minshew. So I spent mine before week one on Brissette. So uh, I've had zero since before week one. But you know, there you go. I, I mean, otherwise, a quarter, a quarter, 20, yeah, twenty to twenty-five yeah. percent. I was going to say we're on the same page. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it, at this point, you know, it's so early and we don't know anything. It might be one, you know, one game Trubisky actually misses. Yeah. And Daniels doesn't have a chance to prove that he's at least you know the same or, or better if we think that's even a possibility. So yeah, I wouldn't go crazy with it unless you get information that it's, you know, torn rotator cuff on that side and it's, you know, eight weeks plus, even though on that bad shoulder. Yeah. I mean, Nagy's always liked his running backs by committee. Maybe he'll do a quarterback by committee if Chase Daniel's good enough. Cordell Patterson. <laughs> oh my God. With Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery in the backfield. <laughs> oh, Mike Davis, maybe, you know, just moving around. Oh, it probably somehow pass. work. Right, <laughs> better than Nagy. anything. It won't be tried. worse than Trubisky. We'll put it that way. Oh, <laughs> you're probably right. Jay Cutler's coming out of retirement. <laughs> A smoking Jay. Here he goes. <laughs> nice. So, JD, if you strip it down to the startup, what are some of the strategies you like to use in a superflex startup? Um, I just had one right before the season began. We did we did a brand new one with all Minnesota industry folks. We called it Minnesota Made. Our dream is to expand it to like other states so like next year maybe we'll invite uh, michigan to join and you guys can have an entire michigan wing like i know only one man wing or something there you go yeah so there's like uh we wanted to kind of make it into being kind of like a fun state thing but anyway uh during this draft my strategy was to try to get uh, a big name top quarterback early and then kind of like filter in my super flex quarterback positions uh in the middle mid to late rounds i always like to have like a big guy that you can trust early on and then um i like to backfill later on who was your first quarterback ah i don't want to admit it i I drafted to trade him and i could not pull a deal before he started stinking it up but it was baker mayfield Mm, okay i thought uh i thought he's gonna be better man like he he's really got some significant weapons so i mean this week was a little better but i I gotta wait for the hot spot to trade him away yeah you you almost do have to hold or have somebody that still believes that he can turn it around so and that day could come i mean really it's a new offense yeah. Um, he's got new weapons there. A lot's going on. He's had injuries in and out. Doesn't have a tight end now. I don't know. Give us some time. 
I don't know. He's still fun to own. I mean, think about some of the players if you traded them away and what they do now. Yeah, that's true. But that is very uh, true. What do you think, Two Drink? You want to buy Baker Mayfield? I mean, if somebody is is still down on him for sure, I, I definitely feel like he's a hold right now. There are better yeah. days to come. You'll you'll have a span of you know three four games in a row where he you know probably goes back to looking like a top you know eight kind of dynasty asset. And if that's your chance to move right then, you can. I have a super flex league that I have literally have a, a Holmes, Goff, Baker, and I want to say Lamar. Like it's a ten team, Jeez. but like those are my guys, and I'm like. Wow. All right. I, uh, somebody was like, uh, I'd like to acquire for Baker. I'm like, sure. I'd like to upgrade wide receiver spot here. And they offer me Evans and a second. What do you guys feel about Mike that? Mike Evans Baker? and a second? Yeah, for Baker. I, mean, that, and I think it's a solid offer. Nah, I mean, I just don't think it's an, How many teams was it? 12? It's a, it, no, it's only a 10 team. Oh, okay. Yeah, I might do that in a 10. Yep. Yeah, 10, like, te- I, 10 I, I mean, I even more so. I, I missed that part, too. You know, I have the depth with the other three quarterbacks there and would, and would like to step up the wide receiver game there. I felt like it was close. It felt a little short to me, and I don't want to be the guy that gives a discount just because I have the surplus, especially to a team. Trade calculator has you winning by 5.2 points. Hmm. Uh, it should be closer in 10 team, I think. Oh, you're right. I, it's on right. 12. Trade calculator so has you winning by about 4.1. Interesting. There you go. Or so. Maybe maybe I revisit that one here real quick. Five I'm not against one. it. Yeah. I need the upgrade at wide receiver. So it's forty seven point three to thirty eight point two. And you're stacked at quarterback. Correct. And I, and my running backs are deep there. I'm literally like a mud like a wide receiver one away from or what I feel like is, you know, a, a very dominant team. So yeah, definitely. You gotta Mike do that. Evans hardly ever loses value, whereas a lot right. of these quarterbackers, even our favored they, ones, they are roller coasters. Yep. Yeah. That's a good call. Uh, yeah, I want the Mike Evans side as much as I love that's, having the quarterbacks, dude. That's nice. Where did you draft uh, Baker in your startup there, JP? JD? JP? Um, yeah, JP. JP. Is John Paul to you right now? Yep, JP. now you've gone back. You've gone backwards on a more formal basis. Um, all right, yeah, so Steve, uh, here's where I drafted Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I drafted him, I think, in at the turn. So let, let me see here. Um, I was at 106. Let me just pull up the draft. How about that? So I'm not guessing. I just have a terrible. I mean, are you guys in like uh, nine or ten different dynasties like I am? A few too many, yeah. At least sixteen, I think, is the number. Sixteen. Yeah, it just I cut back so a hard to remember year. your stuff. Yeah. I'd like to come back to like ten. I think is a solid number, <laughs> to be honest. But I mean, Baker was going in the top of the second even so late first in, sometimes that's where i got him yep i yeah. went obj in the first i was drafting in the uh the 10 the 109 slot uh so i went obj and i think that was probably the bigger appeal for me getting baker in the second was uh having the stack uh so i went baker yeah. in the second which ended up being yeah uh, 206 yeah i love that stack i still love it today yeah it could be good i'm just gonna have to wait right yep so then after that you waited for your next quarterbacks you're saying yeah, I, I kind of waited till the middle rounds. I went uh, Ben Roethlisberger, which has lost a ton of value since his injury, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went super cheap value. I went Marcus Mariota in the, gosh, it was probably like the 10th round, which I was surprised he fell that that far. Let me see here. Yeah, uh, Mariota fell to me in the 10th round. So 10.06, I took Mariota. Wow. Is he a cash out option after this week looking competent against Atlanta? At least, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's always a cash out option, right? Like he's just—he is what he is. Like he was the, yeah, he's like the 26th ranked quarterback. And if you're gonna 
if you expect him to be anything more than that, then you're probably on the wrong side of the bill there. So like he's always a cash out option. If you think you can get something like in the top 20 type of value for, right. I mean, I wonder if you could package Ben and Mariota somehow. Yeah. Get your first share of Josh Allen or something. No, that's just it. You, you have to get rid of him. Yeah. I don't see how you buy Ben right now. Like for anything. Well, you don't. I'm yeah, the answer is you don't. Yeah, <laughs> right. You're trying to you're trying to dump it on his team I, yeah. or off of his team. I got you. I just I don't know yeah. how you even make that sell. Like even to the person as Mason Rudolph, if it's different. Uh, do you guys yeah. think he that's plays another one, game? That's your one person. Yes. <sighs> I think he'll come back, but the the problem is just like you're saying is the, it doesn't work for a seller and it doesn't work for a buyer. Nobody's going to sell for what he's actually worth, probably which is like a third. Nobody's going to sell for that. Nobody's going to pay a second for him. You know, so. You just got to sit on him. Hope he comes back and you know he rebounds next year. That's your only hope. I think I'd take a third. Yeah, just I mean, in case he's gone, ready to honestly, cash out. Yeah, uh, he's thirty-seven. Well, he said, okay. I the think update was he's not having surgery. He's not having Tommy John surgery. So that's that's a positive. Yeah, I think I think he's back next season because he's back to collect money. But yeah. maybe maybe he just doesn't have him in him, or you know, we don't have surgery. We try some some less evasive, you know, like PT and stuff like that in it. But eventually there's just not enough there. So it breaks yeah. down. He collects his check, but he doesn't do anything for you. I, I would be very surprised if we get Roethlisberger again. Uh, yeah. And people, people listening are probably like, yeah, who cares? It's big Ben. But the, the big, I think things that are concerning me are this really sucks for Juju and James Connor. You know, like I just don't think they're going to ever have that performance that uh, they would with big, big Ben under, under center. Right. I mean, you have to give uh, Mason a chance, I think, to see what's going to happen. It's not like Ben came into the league as the best quarterback ever either, you know? So I want to give well, it Did he win a Super Bowl as a rookie? <laughs> <laughs> he did, but uh, I don't know. So he, these guys are just coming into the offense, you know? They weren't expecting Ben to go down, and, uh, man, I don't know. Mason Rudolph's still just, what, a third or fourth round pick. So, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. see what you're saying, but I want to give it some time a little bit. Do you I think would, Mason has a Big Ben ceiling? Um, because if the answer is no, then you. I mean, do you think he has the re- floor? The, oh yeah, the on the road floor, right? And just, <laughs> yeah, the, just the injuries and the on the road thing, like that narrative's kind of gotten old to me. Like I don't know, I haven't yeah. had a Big Ben share in years. I would, I'd take Jordan Howard for Ben Roethlisberger. Nice callback quarterback two for super flex leagues moving forward you probably don't get the consistent highs of of juju like we were maybe expecting going into this year but i think there's still enough to go around you know through there where you'll have some games is juju you know should he be your you know dynasty wide receiver like five or, or better just because of the age now maybe not you know maybe that's that's where the the tick comes off because of rudolph but i think I think we're worrying a little bit too soon about about Juju as well. Yeah, I mean, what weren't I think people were taking him. Uh, and in fact, since I got the startup pulled up, he was drafted at the 104 in this 12 team. Yeah, Superfly. dude, that's crazy. So people were taking him. He was the first wide receiver off the board mm-hmm. in the draft. Man, that's and he's just not going to return that. You know, he's not going to return that type of value this year anymore. It's possible he could have returned that value with Big Ben, but he it's just impossible with with Mason, in my opinion. Minnesota's crazy though. Yeah, Minnesota is a little crazy. I mean, like the the cold gets gets into our heads, right? Yeah. So you never know what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are some of your like 
the ebbs and flows, like you said, of the trade calculator and some of the good and the bad and the ugly. And how would you recommend this tool being used? So let's talk about, I'm going to go the ugly first because that's always fun to talk about, right? Absolutely, so yeah. The, the biggest thing is if somebody um, wants to try to just load up a side and offer 17 you know, third round picks for Odell Beckham Jr., the, the point values are going to come out even. But like the the number one rule is to exercise common sense when you're using this thing. Obviously, if somebody's trying to spam you with a trade like that, it's it's common sense will tell you otherwise. So just use common sense when you're when you're using that because no calculator can properly adjust for all of those you know different situations and stuff. Um, and while we have 200 plus different scoring settings and league settings and team sizes and all that, um, there's 200 different combinations. Uh, we can't account for all of them. So if you're if you're in a, a 16 team league that has uh, really specific settings, um, like the kitchen sink league I was talking to you guys about, I cannot put like I cannot enter in settings that would account for all of the little rules that uh, that kitchen sink league has. And every league is wildly different, so that's uh, that's one of the other defects. And the last one is like you you got to use your own value. So the calculator is meant to be just like a guide, almost like a poll, a Twitter poll or you know, even asking a buddy what they think about a trade, take that, yeah. take all that as advice, but then just exercise your own, like, what does your gut tell you? Like, do you want this guy? Do you like the trade? That's really what matters. This is just a guide for you to kind of get a second opinion from. Don't use it as a Bible. It's not the be all end all. Yeah. And the calculator doesn't know your team team needs. No, it's a, it's a, it's a robot. It doesn't care about you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, I want to think it cares about me a little bit. It might. Maybe we'll have to put in some like uh, <laughs> some softness to it. Like, hey, we care about you, dude. But you know what? With that said, like some it of the really when you like change color. some of the the visuals on some of the players and stuff, like some of that stuff is super fun too. And I, I'm not gonna think of a good example. I don't know if you will right off bat, but yes, Gardner Minshew. Plug in Gardner Minshew. If you guys have the calculator open, I want to hear your reactions. I'll get in there. I got to go. Um, Gardner Minshew, Ezekiel Elliott has an Easter egg right now. Gronk. Yep, I remember the Gronk one. Yeah, I mean these are literally. Yes, our Gardner's favorite part is pretty dope. Now. Like what else is there? Oh yeah, for a while we had uh, Antonio Brown's feet pictured for his headshot. <laughs> <laughs> but that news went away so fast that we had to pull it down, right? Yeah. He well, he had to. He gets a new news update every day. Oh, Zeke's Unreal. is pretty sweet eating the soup. <laughs> you gotta feed him feed the man that's yeah. right when he got his contract we switched that one out <laughs> so some of that's pretty fun too those are the warm it's fuzzies fun. those are the yeah that's true that's the the softer side so what's the the goods of it like how could you use it you kind of said at the end there i guess you know yeah. use it as a tool so, as a guide you kind of came right back to guide, it yep. yeah, otherwise the goods are that it's frequently updated like we spend all of our time making tweaks and we're constantly learning new things and like we have a like a wonderful Twitter following and like talking with you guys on interact with you guys on social media helps a lot too, just to kind of gauge where people think values are or if we're missing players or if there's something that's not quite right. We've spent the last like four or five years refining this thing and we've just got a lot of um, wonderful feedback from everybody. So I think uh, the calculator has, has uh, helped us connect with people a little bit differently. But um, the good thing of it is that it's constantly updated. Uh, it's very up to date. A lot of people ask us that. That's probably our most common email question is how frequently is it updated? Uh, I'm trading away Delvin Cook, and I want to make sure that it accounts for his most recent performances. Yeah. <laughs> Rest assured, it's it's updated constantly. Like it's uh, mind numbing how how often we're in there making tweaks and adjustments and uh, changing rules. There's uh, there's probably ten different rules engines that are running in the background to account for league settings and all the different algorithms that we run, uh, and we're constantly making tweaks to those too. So it's just uh, 
it's a frequently updated machine, I would say. What is one thing you would like to see added or you foresee being added to that? You, you say there's different rules and stuff. What is one that you could foresee being added? That's a good question. So uh, I brought this one up on our recent uh, owner's, owner's call. And one of the things I would like to see is like a button for team situations. So if you're, uh, I basically put people in three different buckets. You're either rebuilding, you're contending, or you're right in the middle, which is retooling. So you've got kind of like what you said with your team, you get your one wide receiver away from contending. Um, that would be like a retooling team. So like uh, maybe a trader, trade or two away from being like an actual, you know, for real contender. Yeah. I would like to see a button for each one of those team situations. That way it can, it can kind of, uh, it can nerf some of the, um, some of the older guys if you're rebuilding and, you know, kind of things like that. Like contender, pretender, surrender or something. You got it. There you go. I like that. I would like <laughs> to see two tight ends. Oh yeah. There but you yours go. sounded way cooler. I almost didn't even want to say mine after yours. But I like there's, I mean, there's tons of those, right? There's just so many of those. And like, we could expand on each one of those buttons. So like tight end premium, just like what you said Yep. right now, that basically uses a rule of thumb as an extra 0.5 points per reception for tight ends. That's kind of like the rule of thumb it uses, but people award an extra full point. There's points for first downs. Um, Running backs points per carry is kind of based off of a 0.25 point per carry. So like you could literally expand out each one of those buttons and add like another tier to them. So Wow, yeah, that's pretty detailed. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man, I love it. Super exciting, yeah. (laughs) But but I mean, legitimately, like I recommend getting the calculator. Like not, I'm not just saying that because you're with us either. I mean, it's legitimately the only thing I think I pay for on a yearly basis for fantasy football, and I think it's just fun to have. And even like you said, as a guide, but. And then don't be the guy, I don't know how you feel about this, but don't be the guy that's like, well, this is what the trade calculator says. So oh, like, God, I hate that. Yeah. You guys, can you guys imagine uh, in my trade negotiations what that feels like? Right. Here's what your calculator <laughs> says. Like, come on, man. This is the market value. This isn't my opinion, you know? Give me a break. Right. I get that thrown in my face all day long. I, I make still trades. can't do the deal. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And I, I frequently make trades that I'm losing in too. You know, it's just like my opinions it's are like you have to, different. yeah, just because they're going to throw it at you. Yeah, that it's almost like somebody researching your rankings and then like saying, "Well, you got Corey Davis ahead of DJ Shark," <laughs> <laughs> as he should be at this point. Almost, it's there you crazy. Go. Yeah, he should be really. <laughs> I mean, it's insane, but. But so is that, are there any, are you ever conflicted by a value of somebody that's in the calculator and you think it's either too low or too high and maybe you do want to take advantage of it or you try to fight the system on that or do you have that kind of power? On a daily basis. In fact, if you guys ever happen to notice, we put out tons of Twitter polls just because we'll see something that's like, whoa, there's no way that DJ Chark is that that (laughs) low or that high, you know, whatever the case may be. And always tweet out a poll just to kind of check to see what Twitter thinks also. then And then I'll use that poll and that value inside the calculator to maybe uh, expose or take advantage of of a player value if I want to um, acquire them in a trade or move them away. Make influences on the trade calculator. There you like go. It. What about Mike Williams or DJ? Oh, man. Mike Williams sucks. This uh, mm. Everybody had such high hopes for him, right? Like he's, yeah. he's got all the, he's got everything you want. Mm. He just can't stay on the field. He's like. He's like Keenan Allen from 2013, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I was not only so high hopes, but I mean, I was trying to push it a little bit. Like, uh... you got to hold Mike, right? Everybody's got to hold Mike. He's he's a great talent. He's in a great system. You just got to keep his butt on the field. If 
you want out, there's a two touchdown game coming because he'll be healthy enough for a game coming up, and that's that's when you well, gotta get I mean, out. But what would would you take? Uh, I mean, because you're you're saying players are worth waiting on at this point, but would you take somebody like Justice Hill and DJ? Oh no, I love Justice Hill as a buy right now, but he just doesn't have that value yet. But you're also getting DJ. Oh DJ, yeah, you guys, you guys appear to be a little bit higher on DJ Chark than I am. It's I'm, me. It's a, it's a me thing. It's I'm, a, <laughs> I'm so old school, you guys. I gotta wait like two, three, four weeks before I believe something, and by then it's too late, and I can't acquire somebody. Um, so it's it's probably like one of my biggest uh, deficiencies as a dynasty uh, GM. But it it is what it is. I just don't believe in Chark just yet. I got I got to see some more. Mike Williams has never started a season like this in all of his seasons, and this is just his second now. Speaking yeah, those are DJ. And those are good. If he finished the third two. Yep, those are good facts. But like the 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 bottom line is people like the majority of your league probably values Mike Williams higher than DJ Chark. Unfortunately, yep. yeah, you're and right. That, I, I, totally agree. Okay. I totally agree. Yeah, why should they? Yeah, but give me give me more. Like he's saying, give me more than a couple games. Maybe Mike Williams has never started a season like this. But how many touchdowns did he have last year? Come to me. Come to me when Sharks um, finish. I, I forget honestly. It was eleven or twelve or yeah. Well. And here's a question for you. What, what about DJ Chark versus Terry McLaren? Uh, Terry's my boy. I mean, Terry is like, <laughs> he's, he's tearing, what are you tearing doing it here, up, man? for lack of a better term. He's tearing it up. And I mean, he's on a he's on a torrid pace, just like DJ Chark, obviously, with uh, the exception of this last game. He was a little bit lower. Oh, he missed than this game. He yeah. missed this game when his boy Haskins decided to show up. Yep. Looked like he needed him. He found yep. the other team three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ouch. And that's after Case got pulled and for that's being a little worrisome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna uh, be bad. Glad right. you that's brought that up. Terry. Actually, yeah, have to wait and see what we're gonna what will happen in Washington now, even with Terry back. Yeah, what's gonna be the case now? Get it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> get it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> tough. How are you doing? What do you guys honestly think? Do you think that uh, Haskins has it, or do you think that um, there, there's a larger concern for what's going on? I'm not afraid to to go take some Haskins off your hands if you're if you're freaking out about it. I wonder if it's more Gruden than it is just the you know the Redskins in general. Yeah. And it, do I have to wait him out to get return on it? But yeah, if anybody wants to freak out because Haskins came in and threw three picks while Daniel Jones led the Giants to another touchdown on the other side against him, I'm uh, I'm okay to take advantage of that market, or at least I feel like I am. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, before the game, uh, don't be afraid. This is when you want to go buy him. Yeah, I mean, I you traded... didn't want to buy Daniel Jones last week. This is the week you do want to buy Dwayne Haskins now. Yeah, I traded Josh Allen away for Haskins in the first and felt decent about it. I have nice. two other starters, so and that's a best ball, right? That one's that's not. The best no, ball. it's okay. just that uh, super flex league we're in. Gotcha. in that league, yeah. drink, I, I think you nailed it too. Like. We, we often have to fight our instincts when, when it comes to buying or selling somebody because that's what you're probably feeling is what the masses are feeling. So like if you feel like Haskins doesn't have it and like you got to get rid of him at all costs, somebody else might be feeling that way and it's a great buying opportunity despite what your instincts are telling you, right? Yeah. yeah. What's the it's the buy on what what should be what you think is the low for this season as well. You know what yep. I mean? Comes out. He didn't even get like that's not his job going into that game sure you have to be ready at all times but we've even seen him on the sidelines kind of dejected and pissed that he wasn't in the in the game you know what i mean and not paying attention to the board like when mm-hmm. case is sitting next to him so maybe he's not all in it and 
and and right or wrong, when they drafted him, he he said, you know, give me one of my guys. So now he gets in the game and he doesn't have that ease factor of having McLaren over there to run some routes for him. So are we going to give give Haskins the the keys this week? It's his team moving forward. McLaren, you know, you would hope would be back and, and that ready to go for him. Sucks but, too, though, man. There'll be sure. better days ahead. And that's well, and that that was our a bit of our conversation Geis, even going Geis into the season. Yeah. Yeah, Haskins is not mobile, and if the the Redskins O line coming into the the season was going to be better, which it was supposed to be, and healthy, then then Haskins would have some clean pockets, and he'd be able to make throws. If if he can be clean, I think he'll he'll make some decent throws. He got hit a bunch and made some really bad throws. Um, maybe he was feeling that pressure. You know, it comes right down to not having Trent Williams on that O line too. You know, what I mean, just just that one piece that's a huge piece for that O line moving forward as well. That I guess they're not going to get. Again, that that comes down to Gruden, right? I think Gruden's making a lot of mistakes here, and maybe maybe we don't have to to worry about this year for Haskins, but you're playing for the future because that won't be the coach there. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine they're going to pull Case for a half a game and then go with Case again. Like, just it seems really wishy washy. You can't go back, and you can't take it from Haskins now that you went there. You would destroy him again. Maybe he's a little childish in that aspect, but that. That would piss him off, but he'd be on no belief. Give him a full week. Yep. Yeah, and, and let him know that this is your team now. Let's put some plays in that are designed for you, not you running, you know, Case's offense. It's still the same kind of deal, but you know there's plays in there that he, you know, he likes over Case. Give the kids some easy throws. Look for a decent game next year or next week. It won't be crazy, but it'll be a lot better than three interceptions. Yeah, and I think Gruden's probably influenced by what else he's seeing around the league, too. Like, you got Gardner Minshew. Was he, like, a sixth-round draft pick? Yep. Fifth yeah. round. Um, so like late round draft picks are stepping in and actually having an impact. Their teams are winning in some cases. Um, and then you got uh, Eli being replaced by Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones seeing some immediate success. I'm, I wonder if Gruden's influenced by what he's seeing with these other youthful quarterbacks jumping in and having some pretty quick success. So maybe he's just uh, ready to take that step himself because it was uh, it was inevitable when they drafted him. Case yeah. was like your your stopgap, but now now they're moving that forward. Well, and All the right, office so... was pushing pretty hard too, weren't they? Like they wanted. Haskins I'm to sure. start over Case is what I was hearing. Yeah. All right. So actually, I'm looking at it right now, and and I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna say after next week is when you want to buy Haskins because they pay the Patriots this week coming up. Oh, that's, you don't want to start Haskins there. Well, and and you don't want to buy him yet. That's gonna be bad. But after that, they play the Dolphins the week after that. So as soon as they get destroyed by the New England, that's when you go get your oh, Haskins yeah. share. I like that. Genius. And it'll look nice. Yeah. Book it. Maybe even Terry. You might even go by Terry then too. Sure. Yeah. Especially maybe he sits out another game. That's you know what I mean. Yeah, it's great. But now he's injured for two games. Yeah. Just look look for those pieces because goodness, especially in redraft that that week six, I think will be juicy. That's that get right Haskins game. You know. Yeah, I like it. Before the trade calculator has time to adjust for that Miami uh, <laughs> offensive output, you need to go get your Haskins share. Yeah. Oh yeah, expose it. Yeah, absolutely. And take that screenshot and send it to your your uh, trade partner and say, "Look at he's only worth a second. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Go get Chase Daniels for him. <laughs> Gross. Too far. You're too far. Sorry, I ruined everything. Let's uh, <laughs> shoot over to the scouting academy and then throw it at a uh, two drink for some of these trades. Yes. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. 
Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position -position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for a limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. That one there is not my wife, JP. We'll see what we can see, do. That, that number, we might be able to get you. <laughs> you guys killed it, though, man. You guys are you guys are making the right decisions on these spots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, like, I so, listen to every word. Like Legitimately, I have it all memorized now. So. Right. <laughs> it is working. All right, so all of these are going to be super flex trades. All of them are dynasty. Yeah, I don't think I snuck any redraft in, in here this time since we had you on. Um, the very first one we have here is at Do You Dynasty. It is a 14-team Superflex tight end premium. It's also auction-style rookie draft, which comes into play underneath here. So on one side, we have Saquon. A lot of, a lot of trades lately, I feel like, involving Saquon and just seeing if people want to get in that redraft and dynasty-wise. But Saquon by himself on one side. Or we can get Jared Goff, Philip Lindsay, or Sega Whiteside. And a 2020 first is what it says. So I'm assuming that means some sort of dollar amount you know attached to each spot there depending on where that team finishes um so take that for what it's worth as well but so saquon by himself in a 14 team i want to be nice i'm gonna to come to swags first oh wow this hey man, i knew you weren't so, ready for it so. uh, well I, I looked at it and i'm like wow it's a lot of pieces you know and you get that first 14 team 14 team which is even nicer to have that depth but still the same like I'm going to stick with Barkley because I don't think his values changed that much. And just like JP said, I mean, you were just doing a startup. You don't have to, if you have it up, like I might be curious, but I mean, we got Barkley who was arguably the 101 or 102 in most super flex startups versus Goff, who was probably somebody people were sneaking in in the fifth to seventh round. And then same with Lindsay, J jaw and all these other pieces. There's no way that I'm going to trade you hypothetically my fifth rounder in a startup, a sixth rounder, a 12th rounder, and the first. It's all really appealing, but man, I want Barkley still. I know that I would I would be kicking myself once Barkley's starting again. He's already saying he's going to return early. Team gets to make the final call, but I want the Barkley side. It's a lot of pieces, though. I do not hate this trade. I don't want Philip Lindsay, though. Kind of ruins it. <laughs> all right, John Paul. Well, so I'd like to disagree and make this more entertaining, but Shane nailed it. Uh, the thing is, is, is right after Saquon uh, was injured and like it was announced that he's going to be out for multi multi weeks, um, I, I put out some tester offers, um, and I'm sure a lot of people did. This is the, probably you're going to relate to this. Uh, I put out like multiple feeler offers just to kind of see if the if the reins have loosened on the Saquon Barkley stranglehold, and I can say you like with uh, the most positive affirmation that they have not loosened whatsoever. In fact. People have that stranglehold just like he was playing still. Like his value hasn't changed at all and it won't change. Like he's he's transcendent through this injury. And um, I would take the Saquon side of this trade pretty easily unless I'm getting one of those other top two or three dynasty aspects along with the other side. Does it say if the golf at the quarterback spot, if everything else stays the same, but golf goes to like Deshaun Watson, is that high enough uh, in a super flex league to? to make that decision easy or difficult or you're still staying Saquon to both of you. Yeah, that's, that's right around the territory when you can start flirting with your team situation and maybe uh, consider 
uh, the quarterback side, but I think it's still pretty much firmly on the on the Saquon side. And Shane Shane said it too. And just to answer your question, this uh, most recent startup Saquon was the one hundred one. Uh, Goff was like fifth round, um, so a little bit later, obviously, uh, a little bit earlier than what you said. I think you said, said like fifth to seventh. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Deshaun, which is mid second. And I just need a lot of pieces to move up into that one hundred one slot. And Saquon is firmly there. You know, I need Philip Lindsay to be a different running back. Okay, so I was going to change because you don't mind golf. So if I change Lindsay to Chubb. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, see, he got a better deal than you did. Sorry, John. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he's got more of a Chubb than I do. <laughs> is, that enough, is that enough for you on that side then, if we kept it golf? Golf and Chubb? Yeah. Yeah, I hit no, it. To John, I, know, I know you already did. I was done talking to you. Yeah. You're, you're, you're still trying to take the chub. You took the chub. You have it now. <laughs> chub is in my hand. I'll give you guys a minute and I'll take mine. <laughs> John Paul want the chub now. I, I'll take the chub, man. Chub Goff. Is it Chub, chub yeah, Goff? Yeah, Chub Goff. That's kind of a funny sounding combo there, but I like the Chub Goff. Everybody wants to Chub Goff on this one. Uh, we can't Lindsay Goff because 80% wanted Saquon there on that side. Um, originally it was wrote as a 14 team. It is a 12 team, which pushes everybody to Saquon even more. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. What if it was like Goff and say Mike Evans, you're not going to get a fancy running nah. back. You're getting a running back back at that point. No. Yeah. I'm gonna- I'd be surprised if you have running back depth, you know, and losing Saquon for, for your team to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. Unless you have Wayne Gallman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the first player to have a receiving touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and more than 50 yards from scrimmage in the first half, like like in the history of people coming in for the first game? So crazy. I don't, he I don't was one of my sits of the week, so I apologize <laughs> about that. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that's cool. Fair enough. All right, I'm going to the next one. At JTV Stonewall, this is a 10-team full PPR. We have Fournette on one side who had a career high, what, 225 rushing yards today against Denver? Uh, or you get Darius Geis, James Washington, Marcus Mariota, and Darrell Williams. Watch out, two touchdown Darrell Williams for the Chiefs. On the other side, I'm going to switch it up and come to John Paul first. Do you like Fournette? So a couple of house cleaning topics, or housekeeping topics, I should say, about this trade. If it's actually Darrell Williams and not Daryl Williams, I, I like him a lot better if it's Darrell. But if it's Darrell, like that's really such a downer, and I don't like him. He's not going to make it very far with a with an ununique name. So I just got to say that. Um, and then uh, th- this is a great trade because right, there welcome. you go. Exactly. This is a great trade because Fournette busted out right. He had like all of these yards, and like he's showing us what you know maybe he can do. He's never really had. He, he's kind of put some in the end zone, but he's never really had a big like yards per carry. He hasn't really broken out too much in his career yet, his, his very uh, young dynasty career. Um, so these are two hot, but, uh, hot button uh, players for me between Fournette and Geist because those are the two main pieces here. You could argue that Mariota and Superflex is, but it's just 10 teams, so it's not much. Right. Agreed. So Fournette, what do you think that his probability of becoming injured is after seeing what he's uh experience in the first two years of his career probably pretty good right? oh yeah very high that he misses two it's to four games to yeah so in preparation for this show i actually took a look one of my favorite websites just because it's kind of like it's cute it's a cute website i know you're not supposed to take things literally but it's uh uh injury player injury.com well, i can't remember what it is all of a sudden uh injury injury predictor.com there it is uh and you can plug in a player and it'll tell you what the probability of them getting injured this season is and what's uh, guys's <laughs> A guy, guys should be a hundred percent. 
And then it has like, you idiot right after that. Oh, nice. It's, <laughs> he's already hurt. <laughs> Uh, so Fournette's chance of getting injured injured in 2019 is 57% on this website, and he only played 13 games in 2017, eight games last year. So I think that like this is a really good time to sell some Fournette if you if you believe that he's just going to be riddled with injuries throughout his career. And I'm one of those believers, so I'm leveraging this game to make a trade. The problem is like you're getting another guy that's had some injury problems uh, uh, in return. It's not great. I think it's a good time to buy guys because. People are pretty low on him. They don't believe that he can come back, but um, I think he's targeting like an, an early November return. And right when he comes back, he's going to see a, 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 nice, a nice value spike. And then, um, and then you got to move him. You got like a small window, maybe a week before he gets hurt again. So I would consider a trade like this, but I would make sure that you move guys right after he returns. Uh, probably so around the rebuilding. Time. Yeah, probably around the time Fournette is injured. So I feel like maybe- this guy's side must be some kind of rebuild too. Yep. There you go. For sure. I like I like the point though of uh, of going to get guys now because there there has to be a little bump when he comes back or at least attempts to play a game, and if he makes it through that entire game, I said that's probably about the time Fournette's missing a couple, and maybe you can trade guys back for Fournette like straight up. Now maybe go. not in the league itself, but just in you know kind of in general and in another league to to get that back if you wanted to do that, and then you end up with a couple of splash pieces to take a shot at. And by then, Fournette will be injured, so then you can trade guys back to get Fournette again and just keep playing that game over and over and over. Pick the healthy guy. <laughs> that's, that's all we're trying to do here is pick the healthy guy. Uh, 672 votes, big number on this one, and 60% or 59% taking Fournette right now, playing the playing the health card, apparently. Mm. I, I always start to wonder at this point, too, like when you're taking on – three extra players in a 10 team. Cause you're probably yeah. rostering pretty decent players at that point. Who are you dropping? Very good call. But yeah, it just depends. Yeah, for sure. on the depth, I have a couple of 10 teams where I feel like, man, why do I have so many bench pieces? If I'm only starting like two additional flexes, like yeah. 10 teams, we need like four flexes or something or else what's really the point. They're all really good. Uh, moving on at, I'm going to go with growy 84. Cause it's more fun to say it's a 12 team full PPR. <laughs> We have Mr. Deshaun Watson by himself on one side or Matt Ryan and T.Y. Hilton on the other. Matt Ryan is, whew, goodness. That's, I'm going to go Deshaun Watson real fast. I can't change my mind. I don't want <laughs> no part of the other pieces. Yeah, you guys, I'm with you on that. Yep, we have a three-way. Nice. So it's a weird three-way. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm just not going to be middle. Stuff. I feel like it would be the best to not be middle. Um <laughs> It's been, well, it depends it's on been if you're face up or face down. And now it's a fair. Good point. <laughs> Direction <laughs> is key. Um, Forty-five <laughs> percent want Matt Ryan and T.Y. Hilton. So wow, I just don't understand that. That's kind of why this one went in here to me. Is I'm surprised it's as close as it was. Hmm. Um, I mean, people want to win too, you know. Like those guys on that side are depreciating assets. They're going to get you some good points this year, probably. And with T.Y. hurt. Maybe even less so. And uh, Deshaun Watson's still ascending, so it's uh, it's pretty obvious for what your dynasty mind should choose. Yeah, maybe they liked that they could push Ty Hilton to their IR and add somebody off waivers or something. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespectful and funny at the same time. I like it. Impressive. Um, on that note, we should go to bestfantasyfootballleague.com promo. <laughs> bestfantasyfootballleague.com. Join a 12-team Dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. 
Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com <clears throat> The best fantasy football leagues on the net. All right. We keep this thing rolling. We have a 12-team full PPR. It's at Troy Allen 230. The ghost on one side is Mike Evans in that 2022nd, which was what I was okay for except in my Baker Mayfield share earlier. Let's see if that trade goes through. Or the pumpkin on the other side and Mason Rudolph, Cooper Cup, and Mark Andrews on the other side. Watch out. I'm curious to see what you guys think about this one. That's that's an interesting way of saying you would like to go last. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I guess we'll go to John Pop first. Who I'd love to go first. This is juicy. Uh, And this is kind of like a a general rule of thumb for most trades unless it's egregious. But uh, I, I generally do not like three for ones, four for ones. I, I, hate, I just don't like getting that. And it's like one of the points that you made earlier about the 10-team rosters, being able to roster all these extra guys. But it's also you're diluting your lineup. So unless I'm in a 14-team league or a 16-team league or a league with a ton of starters, 11, 12 starters, I hate getting these three-for-ones like this, four-for-ones. It's just not cool. So having that been said, it's pretty easy for me to go on the Evan side. The 2022nd uh, is uh, kind of extra juice. I don't believe in Cup because Goff is a boring quarterback and he's got a lot of wide receivers, a lot of weapons to spread the ball around to. Mark Andrews is exciting, but this isn't like a tight end premium, so I can't really give him uh, a big bump. So I'm on the Evans side pretty firmly. Anything Ooh. anything I can do to make you need Mason Rudolph? Like you started your season with Ben Roethlisberger and Andrew Luck, and you're now starting, I don't know, somebody worse than Mason Rudolph. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just I have a hard time bleeding value for the instant return, you know. Ready to go out of contention and hang on to Mike Evans still. Yep. Uh, or like, I, I think or I'm what I would you, do though. is, yeah, I would choose a different quarterback besides Mason Rudolph if that's the direction I wanted to go. Two drink is the Cooper Cup guy of the show. Yeah. Ooh, here we go. So, so if I'm looking at the trade just by itself, I feel like Cooper Cup and Mark Andrews is is more than fair for Mike Evans, honestly. So it's do I pay a 2022nd for Mason Rudolph on my 12-team Superflex League? And I'm more than okay doing that, um, especially if I don't believe Ben. Yeah, I I don't think that there should be a huge gap between Cooper Cup and, and Mike Evans. Goff can be horrible to everybody else, but he still finds Cooper Cup. Even, I mean, 15 targets today, 9 catches, 120 yards and a touchdown. In uh, previous games, still 11. I mean, 11 targets, 11 receptions, nine targets. It doesn't matter how bad it is. It still finds its way to Cooper Cup for Jared Goff. Maybe they're just best friends and really like each other. I don't care what it is, but it finds that way through that. Woods, Cooks, those guys can kind of go back and forth. Whether or not we like Gurley or think Gurley's falling off the cliff, maybe that helps my my Jared Goff love even more here to, to continue to throw. So I, I get value-wise and dynasty you know, perception of Mike Evans to Cooper Cup, but those two guys should be very close together moving forward. So I will take all those pieces on the other side in this deal because I need some Cooper Cup in my life. In <laughs> hmm. that league I was talking about before, I would be putting Mike Evans next to Cooper Cup and man, that would feel really good. Yes, yeah, right answer. I don't know, man. I don't know what you could do to make me like just to even shine this up a little bit for me. But something has I to now change. want to. Yeah, oof. 
What has to where where does it have to change? It's the well, quarterback. Well, I want to keep Cooper Cup in it because he's your boy. So I don't want him to be the the one that has to move. But I mean, I don't know. I I just need something with more IAPs for my my team and I don't know if I might do it if it was even TJ Hawkinson as crazy as that sounds or just just to get your I, What I are you talking about? Is he okay by the way? Have you guys seen any updates? He was taken off on a cart. All I heard is that he was moving all his extremities. Okay. So at least at least it's not spinal cord, you know, right. bad. Maybe it's yeah. stinger or something like that. Right after the, you know, had the hawk smash early too. So it was nice. Mm-hmm. So but it's, it's, I don't know, man. I, I think that Mike Evans is just worth a lot more. I, I, and I'm not saying he's not worth a lot more. I totally 100% agree that the community uh, value. And, so, and so I, I totally get your gripe because I, I do have this gripe with a lot of players, but I just don't know if they Cooper both in the league. I bet is very close uh, per game basis. Because Cooper Cup missed a couple games tearing an ACL. He shouldn't even be back right now. He sh- I did not think he was going to be back already, and he's already tearing it up. That's the safety blanket. I mean, I I, I think and you make a ton of good points, dude. It's, it's so hard to argue your points. We don't have to like Mark Andrews. I just, that's, the second, that's the second guy in, in Baltimore getting targets from Lamar. It's just I mean, not the deal I want to make for Mike Evans if I want out. I don't know. I, I think you make a lot of really good points, though. I'll take Cup I, over. I think Evans it's. I think you are getting some it. decent assets. Um, yeah, I'll take. take I'll take Mike Evans over Cup. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys would be great trade partners on this one, then. Yeah, it's one of the few times, and there's no chance we have opposite pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I have Mike Evans in a league I'm in with you, so I'm not trading him to you. Well, and I probably have Cup in that league. Fifty-five percent Mason Rudolph and the Cup side. So finally, finally got somebody to agree with me on this one. There you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it and run right to the next one. From yeah, at- I think you made a lot of good points, no, dude. I'm already running to the next one. Damn it! He can't. Ta- <laughs> he doesn't take compliments well. And yeah. I don't run very often, so let me get my exercise in. <laughs> at Dynasty VC twenty-three, it's a twelve-team tight end premium. It's Juju on one side by himself, and I'm gonna give you Cortland Sutton. And two twenty twenty firsts, and dare you to take it. Mm, I'm Tell in. Dare you. you took it. You took I mean, it. I take it. I take it. Yeah. You already said you don't like Mason Rudolph, and you believe it's a down tick. So that makes sense because I paid attention early. Yep. Flags. Yeah. Good time to step away and getting getting a a player like Sutton, like somebody who could be up and coming. Like he's got high upside. Another decent game even today. Yeah. It seems like he, you know, Flacco's looking for him. Clutch touchdown, yep. And he, I mean, in, in those two firsts in such a sexy yeah. draft, you know. So, like, I, I'm in. I'll take it. Sanders looked uh, like he came up limp on one side, and I think it was the same same leg that he tore the Achilles on. And then he was, he was literally in the play the next one running full speed. So I don't I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it means he takes I, drugs. It's like a Paul Pierce limp, like just immediately, and then carried off. And then next play, you're like full speed trying to He's burn somebody, faking a weakness so he can burn the defense, right? <sighs> What a trickster. Genius. Oh, what a trickster. Yeah, he's not a jokester yet. Swags, where are you going here? Oh, I'm definitely taking the first and Sutton. 51% wants the two first and Sutton. So it's not wow, clear, so close. I mean, through, f- yeah, I mean, Sutton and it's probably close. Juju are pretty close. He's six points sure. behind through before tomorrow night and without sure. this week. Oh, yeah, this is not, not this week. Yeah, but six points <laughs> behind. Right. But but you believe better things are to come for Juju. Me? Yeah, but it's just the first. It's the first to tip it. Um, I'm I'm kind of been the worried one about Juju. 
Yeah. I mean, if you go back to the open bar show, I mean, that's pretty much how I still feel today. I, I'm concerned for the value that we put into Juju at the beginning of the year. I would I would definitely take the two first. You don't even have to give me Sutton, but getting Sutton in there with that, hell yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, two first and Sutton is Juju's value before the season began, and I'd be taking that in a heartbeat. Like, you get a chance to cash out before any value degradation with him. Gotcha. So I guess that's mind you, is there not a, a decent spike bump? I guess I'm playing to the fact that I think there is one of those bumps coming for him in this offense. Maybe I end up waiting too long and it's not enough to kind of, you know, correct it in my favor here. But I guess you both are off of it enough to believe that it either happens too late this season or doesn't happen at all. So I. We know there's going to be a spike bump in those firsts. Right. But is it. That's for sure. I hire. Yeah, that's guaranteed. You're right. Yeah. I maybe you'll get lucky and you'll have one of them will end up being like a top three. And I mean, that's just undeniable. Now, I'm not saying I wouldn't try to buy Juju right now, but I think the price is still too much for me. It's, and if yeah. if I own Juju, I would be happy with this offer to get out. Same. Yeah. Like JP said, I mean, you still have a wide receiver you can start every week, and you've got those firsts to sit on until next year. I mean, if you still own your own, you now have three 2020 firsts. Fair. Yeah. A lot of draft capital and position power there moving around. I guess moving forward during this season, you you guys don't think there's any chance you end up with more than two firsts in Sutton. You think mm. this is it? Um, yeah, the risk isn't worth the reward to to hold out. This is enough, and you're both ready to go. So I hear you. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Risk goes both ways, you know. There might be you might only get one first in Sutton in a few weeks. No, I hear you. If it continues on this slide, that's fair. Fifty one percent two firsts in Sutton. Uh, that's mm. that's hard for me. That's hard for me. I could tell. Uh, at Troy, at Troy the decoy, 14-team, super flex. That's all the information I have at first. Oof. Lamar Jackson on one side or Jameis Winston and DJ Moore on the other side. If this isn't conflicting as hell. <laughs> I think it's super easy. <laughs> I I also believe it's super easy. Um, oh, man, I hope we're on the same side. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll let you go first then, and, and then I can change mine if I need <laughs> It's so easily Lamar. Like, I, I like what I saw from okay. Jameis this week, obviously, because, you know, he just went crazy. Um, but he's still got that relatively short leash. Um, and Lamar is just like, he put up some historic numbers in the first couple of weeks. He had a little bit of a downer this week, but you got to go Lamar on this side. DJ Moore isn't, isn't enough for me to close the gap between Jameis and Lamar. Lamar is probably like a, a top four or five dynasty quarterback after those first few weeks, right? Value-wise, it's got to be really close to that. Yeah. Whether you believe it or not, the the community, the most of the leagues, I think at least value it that way currently. That's what I said. Even in a in a fourteen team, where maybe depth is a little bit more of an issue, I think you should be able to get more than this for Lamar. He's valued as the QB three in the calculator, and I think that's a little bit wild personally. But I mean, that it is what it yeah. is. Like he's up there. Nope. I, I, would take, I would take the Lamar Prescott. side of this, but I could I could write a narrative for the other side. Sure. Um, but I would too take the Lamar side. QB three is crazy though. That's wild. Yeah. So I just said, like, do you feel His, he he had such a nice little schedule at the beginning of the season? I want to see what's going to happen a little bit longer. Yep. So this the the team doing this traded Lamar away to get Winston and DJ Moore, and I just asked like like the. You're comfortable then with a the replacement value that you get in DJ Moore over whatever you were starting before to get in your lineup. 
over the difference in between Lamar and Jameis. And I just don't know that I'm comfortable with that. Options didn't seem yeah, to. Yeah, you really have to like DJ more, don't you? Right, and and you know I don't really. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So that one's definitely a little easier for me to go to that side, even though you know I like Jameis. I, I can understand it, like wanting to get DJ more into that lineup. I feel like I, I, I feel safer to obviously to have Lamar in, I mean, weekly for me. Yeah. I mean, DJ Moore is good, but he's no Chark, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. I got one last one here. Yes, that's the right one. From at Dynasty Junkie FF. This is the Simpsons Dynasty 12 team, uh, full PPR. And this is a point two point per carry, not 0.25. Oh, so weird. it's a fifth, right? Just a little, little off of that. And it is still tied in premium. Although it doesn't super matter here. We got Mark Ingram on one side. And we get Shuval, the goat shoe. Gardner Minshew himself and a 2021 second on the other side. Now, I know I said like four names, but it only counts as one player. (laughs) Mark Ingram or Minshew and a 2021 second. And I'm going to jump all on this one. I mean, what a wonderful time to cash out on Mark Ingram after that game, right? Like this is just a perfect time, perfect storm. He, did you guys know that he turns 30 in December? Like, I can't believe that he's 30 years old. What the, what the heck? I, felt, I thought he was 27. I checked his age again. I'm like, there's no way this is right. So uh, for a 30-year-old running back, as soon as he hits that 30th year, like people are going to downgrade his value instantly because everybody's terrified of people who turn 30 years old. Thanks a lot, Barry Sanders. But <laughs> I, just, I just don't feel great about getting just Gardner Minshew unless it's maybe a deeper league. Like if it was a 14 team, then Minshew carries some more value. And then the 2021 20, second really doesn't move the needle for me it's so far away and who the hell knows what's going to happen in 22 you, you might not even have your league i think point. you definitely need a way cooler easter egg for mark ingram then <laughs> good idea <laughs> maybe we'll do that if if you're a Foles owner does it change your mind at all yeah a little bit then you're guaranteed yep. on the waiver so at least you know you have that team kind of locked down and maybe that's your you know you maybe have something even worse you know yep. as your quarterback two right now or three so you think, hedge your into bet. That's perfect. I think yeah. the only thing that should change your mind, though, is if you really believe in Gardner. Because if you if right. you if you own Foles or not, I mean, you're still getting rid of Mark Ingram, who is still holding you down for you. You can put him in your super flex spot super today. Spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's valuable. And, enough and Foles will come back, and if play in that spot, if Foles comes back, now you can start Foles and Ingram. But, but at no point will you ever start Gardner and Foles together. I know like one way or the other you have the backup here, but the only way I do it is if I believe in Gardner and I believe in Gardner and I will do yeah. this deal for Gardner Minshew. And you have Dak and Josh Rosen as your other, yeah, Dak Rosen and Foles as your other quarterbacks. I love Dak. Right. But, and, and you're good with Dak. So you're just trying to play matchups, but Rosen isn't somebody you want to plug in each week. No, so. no, no, no. And Go Shane, Shane, Shane's inspired me. I'd, I'd probably be on the Minshew side also just hearing that. Like it's, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, that's enough for me. I don't want to sit on Ingram any longer. Yeah. You know, you're going to, eventually you're going to have stocks that you lose if you stick with Mark Ingram. I agree though. I, I like him. He's going to help you out this year, maybe even a little next year, but I think Gardner's going to be around the league. Yeah. He looks good. Yeah. Is it, is, is Mark Ingram at his pinnacle moving forward? Like, is it only at a plateau? Oh, right yeah. Now? This is it. Right now, right. this is it. It will never get higher. I would it absolutely buy right low on Justice Hill. For a week or oh two. Oh, my God. I love the Justice but, Hill buy. I'm glad you're saying that. Yeah. But Gus Edwards be, is going to continue to outproduce him. Oh, it's going to take some patience, man. The role he's learning right now versus what Gus Edwards had to learn last year is totally different. Totally for different sure. kind of players. 
and I and I understand the patience and waiting. And that's probably a, maybe a next year play or an injury kind of play. But what about just this year, rest of, rest of the season fantasy points? Not to bet, but Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, as gross as that is, mm-hmm. it doesn't like, feel like it matters. Uh, yeah, and, and that may be fair, but it seems like Edwards is at least in on a handful of plays right now. Yep, consistently each game. So if there were an injury to take place, I think that that's your guy. I'm gonna and go try to trade Mike Williams up. for. DJ Shark and um, <laughs> Justice Hill, and let you guys know. Is that I really like, common? I like that, yeah. Pieces, and and then I'll trade you for him. What like pieces that. do you want? You want Mike Williams? Yeah, I was gonna say, is that a league I'm in? Because I'll go get DJ Shark and Justice Hill, and then trade them to you. Because maybe, <laughs> maybe I can get them for cheaper. <laughs> if you do that, what you do intersecting? All you will do is raise the price of those players for the person we're both trying to get them from, because now he'll have. A market he can use. You should probably let me get him then. I would like well, to be his market. I would like here. to be his market. <laughs> what a great <laughs> trade strategy. Just like <laughs> invite yourself to the party. Just I had a guy that did that. I was, I was uh, shopping around Daniel Jones and I'm like, and the guy's offering me middling receivers. And I'm like, I'm looking for somebody kind of like in the Evans or Godwin or Diggs tier. And he's like, oh, Diggs. And because I like Diggs as a buy before this game, I, mm-hmm. I thought he's going to get targets, but. He's like, well, what if I got Diggs? Then would you trade him to me? I'm like, no, I'll just go to the Diggs owner. I don't, I don't need you as a middleman. Come on, right? Exactly. But it's a, it's a great way to to jump on in and have some fun. Is that a home league by chance, or just that one is uh that one's all DTC. Um, it's oh, nice. all the members. Yeah, Fourteen team Superflex. Gotcha. I Very just didn't cool. know if you had like the the Minnesota like Homer value into Diggs or anything there with the entire league. I got two home leagues, and that is absolutely true. Like people overvalue Delvin Cook, Stefan Diggs, Thielen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, even though they're all so fu- cousins. By the way, would be another great, great purchase right now. He's faced a, a string of terrible uh, matchups, and like he just can't get any worse than this. And the the Vikings don't have anybody else. There's no quarterback controversy, right? So, right. I would love buying Cousins for at a, like a really cheap price right now. Yeah, he's got to have some better games ahead throw they're not going to throw like they're just going to continue to do this they can't they can't be like nfl viable i think if they continue to do this and they have one of the least durable running backs as much as i love dalvin cook like that's not like you're gonna have to spread that out a little bit and his matchups are gonna get better you know like he plays against the giants next week and then the eagles who are bottom five in the league and against the pass the lions uh, so he's got some great matchups. He just had a outside of the Raiders, he had a, a tough string of matchups. I feel like I can, Oh man! And I can understand like the coach wanting to win and win his way, but at the same time, when you have like what a hundred and fifty million dollars guaranteed into Cousins, Thielen, and Diggs, Hunter at some point is going to be like, "Look, dude, this is like you need to use them. <laughs> yep. Use your money." So unreal. Good stuff. Yeah. So I you got anything. I am at DFF underscore swag. Oh, that's that's one way to. All right, all right. Um, uh, <laughs> I thought that's what I was supposed to do. <laughs> Messed it up again. That was amazing. It's. I'm sorry, man. It's all I know. It's all I know. <laughs> I'm trying to put in a trade before two drink tries to get a trade done to trade with me. <laughs> oh, shit. are you doing that? All right. Uh, on that note, I'm at <laughs> minimum at Superflex Pod at Superflex Trades. Uh, John Paul, hit them with everywhere they can find you. Everybody, definitely go check this dude out. And then on the way out, you have to give us one more, like one of your like little trade trade little tidbit secrets for us. You got it. Find me on Twitter at FF Hercules. Uh, the main handle is at FF Dynasty Trades. 
Uh, and again, the website is dynastytrakelgutter.com. We have the uh, podcast and stuff. It's You can't forget the name of our podcast because it's so terribly boring. It's Dynasty Trade Calculator Podcast. Pretty pretty difficult to remember that one. Um, trade strategy. I, I like to use one uh, this week called trolling. Um, so whenever you're going to be moving away from like a top dynasty asset uh, and you got somebody that you're working with and um, you got a pretty good deal that you feel good about, you're thinking about clicking the accept button. Don't do it until you've had a chance to advertise that you're moving this player to the rest of the league because there is no worse feeling in the world than making a trade like you're moving away from Delvin Cook and then somebody else sending you a text or a message afterwards and saying, I would have given you a lot more for that guy, dude. And that's just such a sinking, terrible feeling. So troll before you go. JP out. (laughs) JP out. (laughs) Thanks a ton for being here. Hoping that I can be your friend again. We're back on first name basis. Nice. Not initials yet, though. Listen to the man. <laughs> Would you give a twenty twenty second for Justice Hill? <laughs> Would I give? give. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if you have to today. I don't know if you have to today. People are getting worried. But then what I do for DJ Shark. Oh, you already found the team, man. You are quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait. <laughs> This is perfect. This is exactly what you want. Ah, it's ridiculous. Who can I steal justice from? If Swag sends you a better offer, come back to me first. (laughs) Sin. (laughs) I have no doubt that that actually happened to you. I actually completely believe it. (laughs) 